episode of Empowering Her is sponsored by the Girl Life Certification Program. If you're looking to start a career empowering girls, check out our program. We give you the training, the resources, and the confidence to step into your new role as a girls empowerment leader in your community. Do good while doing well. There's nothing like earning money for something that fuels your passion and adds value to the planet. For more information, check out www.getgirlpower.com. Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of the Empowering Her podcast. I'm your host, Melody Pormorati, and I'm psyched to be here with a topic that I think you're going to find very interesting. I wrote an article on this topic years ago for the Huffington Post, and it went viral. It went crazy. People had so much to say about it. And uh, I wanted to bring the topic to you today, and it is called 11 Phrases That Disempower Your Daughter. And, you know, I, I find that when we share things that become controversial and when we share things that get a reaction and, and such a strong response for, from people, it means that it's hitting a chord. It means that it's making some form of an impact. And so I, I would love to hear your thoughts on how you feel about the topics that I'm bringing today. I think that, you know, we all want the best for our daughters. The the intention is so strong. And what really happens is sometimes we just need to check ourselves and become aware of how our words and actions may actually be adversely shaping the reality of our young girls. Uh, I'm a mom of two girls, and I'm the first to notice how my words, my actions, uh, you know, the things that I'm passing on to my girls, whether I realize it or not, are limiting my girls. Um, and, and that's why it's so important for us here to do the work, to get mindful, to get thoughtful, to notice our words, to notice how they shape the reality of our young people um, and use them in a way to raise our own vibration and and raise their vibration. So, um, you know, I want to bring these to you. And this is going to be a two-parter because there's a lot I want to share on each of these topics. So I'm going to share uh, half, of, half of the phrases that disempower today and half of them on our next podcast. And I'm going to jump right in. And the first one, and this is one of the ones that really struck a chord with people, is you're so pretty. I feel like we need to stop making you're so pretty. One of the first things that we say when we meet a girl, I want it to not be part of our everyday lingo, constantly talking about our daughters and their exterior world and the way that they look and the way that they show show themselves. Now, I'm not saying it's not important to, to take care of ourselves and, and to take pride in the way that we look. I just don't want you're so pretty to become one of the first things we say and one of the only things that we say to our girls. Because really, at the end of the day, consistently focusing on her outer appearance instead of her inner intelligence can be detrimental. Uh, you know, making those looks a primary focus creates an unhealthy and unreasonable expectation of her and invites her to constantly put her energy into pr- improving her outer beauty rather than expanding her mind. So I think there are so many 
positive ways that we can acknowledge our girls. And I'd like to propose some alternate ways of acknowledging our daughters uh, and just girls that we meet, girls that we might have in our empowerment workshops, uh, girls that are our clients or our patients. Notice, notice what it is that you're saying to them. And let's try to, to give them something that's a little more internal and on the inside that they have more of an influence on uh, to give that as a compliment. So things that we could say are, you're so strong, you're so brilliant, you're so kind. Um, And if you do really want to compliment her outer appearance, find ways to highlight her natural beauty as it relates to her whole self so that you're not necessarily focusing on the features, but rather on the person who possesses the features. So an example could be, I love the way your face lights up when you smile or, uh, you know, I I love the way your eyes light up when you're doing something that you love. Uh, And I invite you, like, what are some of the ways like that you can compliment your daughter's inner light or the girls that you meet. Catch yourself. I catch myself doing it all the time, like meeting a girl and saying, oh, you're so cute. Oh, that's so sweet. Like these are the typical words that we use, that we reserve for girls. I'd like us to change the narrative. I'd like us to change the way that we address a young girl and the way that we greet her. I've actually written another article for for Thrive and the Huffington Post called How Not to Greet a Girl. And at one point, I'll share that with you guys too. But let's get real about the messages that we give to our girls. Um, And on the topic of you look so pretty, I, I see it, guys. I see it all the time. Um, when when a girl is uh, acknowledged so much for her outer beauty, and you know we're all beautiful, right? All girls, all women are beautiful in their own ways. But I do notice certain girls who get more attention uh, for their outer beauty. It really becomes such a strong focus for them. It becomes such uh, some something to strive towards to make sure that they maintain that outer beauty and to make sure that everything is perfect and that they always present in you know the highest, most elevated way. And really, like you know, we want our girls to be expanding their minds, sharpening their intelligence. You know, working on that emotional intelligence, we don't want them to constantly only be focusing on their looks. So I'm going to leave it at that. Um, The next phrase that disempowers, I find, is I'll do that for you, right? Like we catch our girls, especially when they're really young, we're like, I'll do that for you. Um, We baby them and we insist on doing things for them that they really ought to do for themselves and are more than capable of doing for themselves. And I know, guys, this is a mother natural instinct. I personally struggle with taking a step back all the time. Um, So, you know, as long as it's safe for your daughter to do so, grant her the space that she needs to learn, to grow, to evolve, to flex those resilience muscles. Um, and, And it really will require consciously holding yourself back at times when you want to step in, right? Like we always want to step in. We always catch them doing something differently than the way that we would do it. And the fact of the matter is, our way is not the only way. Our way is not the only right way. So let our girls, you know, figure things out through trial and error. Let them fail forward. Let them figure out what it is to figure something out, right? 
Um, so, so, you know, with the younger kids, she can pour her own milk, right? Like what's the worst that can happen? So she spills it. She learns how to not spill it next time or the time after that. Have her clean her own room, have her take ownership of those things and, you know, let her resolve her own disputes in her life, her friendship disputes, a dispute she might have with a teacher. I see parents stepping in all the time and, you know, we all want the best for our girls. We want to provide them with the best of everything, but truly we're actually robbing them of the experience of learning and growing and thriving when we are always stepping in, making things right for them. We are not giving them any gifts by always stepping in. So how might you encourage your daughter to flex those independence muscles? The next time you catch her about to do something that you wouldn't do, remind yourself that she might come up with a new creative way. Remind yourself that she will learn through the experience of not getting something quite right, okay? Uh, Next phrase, guys, number three that disempowers is moms when you say, I look awful, okay? Every time you think or act in a way that is disrespectful to yourself, you are unintentionally setting your daughter up for a pattern of low self-worth guys. You are her first role model. You are her only role model as a female for a very long time. And you are her first understanding of what it is to be a woman because she is always following your cues, whether you realize it or not. So even when you think low quality thoughts about yourself, you're not saying them out loud. Even when you're just thinking the low quality thoughts, you are unintentionally acting in a way to validate the very thoughts that you're thinking. So what I'm proposing to you is that your energy shows up just from your thoughts. You create a certain type of energy that your daughter is picking up on. So choose the words carefully when describing yourself, like trash those comments. Like I'm so fat. I look awful today. Um, You know, the gray hair is growing in whatever, because the main message that you are driving home for her is that you are not enough, that I am not enough. You know, and that is certainly not the lens through which we want our daughters to view themselves. So let's get intentional about how we regard ourselves. Let's hold ourselves in the highest regard. If you wouldn't say it to your daughter, don't say it to yourself. It's as simple as that. Check in with yourself and notice that she is hearing you, she's watching you, she's feeling you, and she is picking up on every single cue of what you are showing her it is to be a woman. So, you know, how can you create a more loving relationship with yourself? I'm leaving you with an action-related question at the end of each of these disempowering phrases so we can change it up, guys. When we know better, we do better. And this is a collective goal for us to come together in this space judgment-free. There's no judgment here, guys, because I am doing... The reason I'm able to, to lay these principles out is because I notice myself saying them. I notice myself using the disempowering phrases, and I also witness myself with a willingness to choose again, to choose again. We always have the option to choose again. So if you catch yourself saying, I look awful, you know what? Take a moment, take a deep breath, Realign yourself and choose a higher, more elevated uh, way to regard yourself. Okay, next one, guys, is stop 
crying, right? So many of us say this. We say it to our girls. We say it to our boys. And like, really, I want us to really get mindful of saying that. Uh, Using phrases like this really um, is robbing our girls of experiencing certain phases, transformative phases of their lives. And it's basically sending the message that they shouldn't have emotions and want more, they shouldn't express those emotions. So uh, I believe that through emotion, we can create so much meaning and magic in our own lives. And so uh, to really have the ability to express our authentic feelings is what makes us part of the human race. It's what allows us to connect with other people. It allows us to be authentic and real. So instead of telling our girls to stop crying, we need to actually nurture their emotions. We need to acknowledge and validate them, even if we don't agree with them, right? Like they might be crying and expressing emotion about something that we just have no clue about. Uh, But that doesn't matter because they need the validation. Um, They need to know that we see them and we hear them, even if we don't understand them okay that is a really important thing to stop saying to ourselves i've heard people say you're being a baby you're acting like a baby only babies cry Uh, do not rob yourselves do not rob your children of this beautiful gift of being able to express what it is that they feel because in life as we know emotional intelligence is what's going to win the game It is what they need. It is one of the greatest tools in their tool belt. And they need to feel the feelings to work through the feelings. And we get a million and one feelings coming up each and every day. And if those get bottled up, they get expressed in highly negative ways. So please don't rob your kids uh, of this ability to cry when they need to. Um, you know, and, and I'd love to know what's one way that you can honor your daughter's emotions, right? The next time she starts feeling it, what, you know, what can you do to make her feel like it's okay? It's okay, honey, I got you. It's okay to feel this way. Let it move through you. Cry it out. And so the last one for, actually not the last one, we have two more for today. This is something I used to hear a lot from the people around me when I was growing up. You can't have your cake and eat it too. It drives me nuts when people say that because I think that we are setting our girls up for a lack mentality. Uh, I, I want to propose an abundance mentality. You know, life has its ups and downs. And each of us has our fair share of challenges, but why are we setting them up with a belief system that they can't have it all, right? Like, I'm not saying we can have it all, but we can believe that we can have many things uh, concurrently, like at the same time. We don't have to believe that it's this or it's that. Our daughters are internalizing the language that we use. So when we say things like, you can't have your cake and eat it too, we're just saying like, you know what? Um, Only one thing at a time. Only one thing at a time. Don't pursue two dreams at a time. Don't you know, don't believe in your capacity and your power to create a, a reality where you can enjoy two things at once. You can pursue two things at once. So, um, you know, if we change up our own inner frequency around this and show them a world where the possibilities are endless, when they are willing to think outside of the box and work hard for what they want, 
imagine the possibilities for our girls. So please stop telling them that it's this or that, or you can't have your cake and eat it too. Let's stop limiting them in that way. It's so very important that um, we set them up with a belief system that all things are possible. So, uh, you know, how would your life be different if you believe that you could have your cake and eat it too? How would you have shown up differently in your girlhood and in your womanhood? Uh, and if you change this up for yourself, I promise you will be setting an example and changing it up for your daughter too. So the final one for today is a phrase we've all heard growing up and a phrase that I'd like us to banish from our vocabulary, and that is, I told you so. Saying I told you so to your daughter will just make her feel like you were hoping that she would inevitably fail and that you would be right. So this is not the mindset that we want to be raising our girls with. You know, yes, again, as mothers, we want to shelter our girls and and save them from the world, um, but discouraging them to to make their own choices and yes, to make their own mistakes will just keep them stagnant. It's going to block the flow of fresh experiences and, and most importantly, it's going to rob her of her ability to be resilient, right? We want her to express that re- resiliency by rising above poor judgment calls and less than desirable outcomes, right? She needs to have those poor judgment calls. She needs to have those less than desirable outcomes on her own terms. She needs to learn from them and grow from them. But when we say, I told you so, we're making them feel like we're on opposite sides. We're making them feel like we are not a team, that we are not rooting for them. We want to be our daughter's cheerleaders, But we also want them to know that there is this inner light, there's this intuition and an inner voice of knowing that knows. And that intuition will not grow and will not heighten and elevate until our daughters have the opportunity to have their own experiences, even the ones that don't work out the way that they want them to. In fact, those are the ones they're going to learn from and grow from the most. So the next time, moms, you feel the urge to say the words, I told you so, just ask yourself about your relationship with your daughter and and what it is that you're trying to create. And ask yourself this very important question, would I be right? Would I rather be right? Or would I rather be happy? I asked the self of myself, this question of myself in so many of my relationships in my life. And my, my answer is always, I'd rather be happy. I'm not trying to prove anything. I'm not trying to put forth my own views and, and, and make sure that everyone does what I do. That's absolutely not how any of us can operate in any relationship. Um, but I hope you will choose happy instead of right and have faith that your daughter's mistakes will be her greatest stepping stones in life. Um, And that's where I'm going to stop for today, guys. I'm going to come back at you in next week's podcast with six more phrases that disempower our girls. Uh, I would love, love, love to hear from you guys about what uh, came up for you when you were hearing me say these things. I know that it can be controversial. I know that we can hit buttons with with some of these things because these are phrases we grew up with and they're phrases that we use. 
but I invite you to change the dialogue. I invite you to find more uh, empowering ways as I'm trying to do each and every day to communicate with myself, to communicate with my daughters. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. It would mean the world to me if you would share it with someone who would find it valuable and if you would rate, review, and subscribe. We want to make girls and female empowerment go viral and with your help, we can make that happen. And of course, guys, if you want to connect with me, uh, you can catch my website at www.getgirlpower.com. We we are very active on Instagram at Girl Life Empowerment. And of course, if you'd like to join our exclusive Facebook group where we literally deliver empowerment on the regular for ourselves and for our girls, please visit our Facebook group. And that is called The Business of Empowering Girls impact plus profit. Sending lots of love to you all. Hope you have a beautiful week and I will talk to you soon. Bye.